Not annoying. Not annoying. My heart broke for him. Spoiler alert, that shark is scary. <laughs> Not sorry. Wilson. Cheese grater across my face. <laughs> you know it's there. It's so quirky. You know it's coming. To weekend on the as we venture in to lonely territory, the loneliness of a solo actor film. Actually, they're not all that lonely if you watch them, um, but there are some real good gems in here. So that was the world's smallest violin. I think it needs to be tuned. Um, so we have five films to choose from. This was difficult, and we went back and forth on what was included in this list, and there are still some ones that we took off the list that maybe we should have kept. We don't know. This was tough. This was tough to narrow down. We don't want to do a ton of films, and we also had kind of strict criteria that we relaxed, and then we put, you know, it was quite a bit of an ordeal. So we're at five films. We will start, uh, well, we'll start with Weekend on Fleek, of course, but we're going to I list out the films. Gravity. Search for signs of intelligent life in the universe. If you've never heard of that before, that's okay. Neither had I. The Shallows. And no, Lady Gaga in does not sing. Shallow. No. Castaway. <laughs> and All is Lost. So those are our five. These are, uh, we put some in here solely so that it would not be Lost at Sea movies. Um, that is legitimate. <laughs> that, that is truly legitimate. Katrina reached out and was like, okay, we have to put something in here that does not involve the ocean. So, uh, so The Great Abyss includes space with gravity. Right. And, and also the stage with Search for Signs of Intelligent right. Life with Lily Tomlin. There you go. The Great. So. Shall we begin? Yes, we shall. Hello. So, week, what is your week of these five films? I'm going to say Gravity. The the non-water film. (laughs) I am also going to say Gravity. The non-water film. (laughs) Fatty go. Ah, mesh. (laughs) So, um, my grievance with gravity can be kind of succinctly put as to saying there's more flash than substance flash than substance it's it's a spectacle film and it's it's visually it's i mean it's it's good for sure but eh, not much else i can see what you mean by that i can see and it, it is a little bit more showy because it's, I guess, harder to imagine yourself. Everybody's, you know, seen water. <laughs> but, not, right. but not everybody has seen space. So <laughs> Not close up. No. no, no. It's beautiful, though. Oh, yeah. And Alfonso Cuaron. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I butchered your name. But I really like you as yes. director. You're amazing. Um, just out of these these five films, it didn't. it did the least. Right. And Sandra Bullock, we like. We like Sandra Bullock a lot. And George Clooney in this film. Not annoying. Not annoying. It was just the right amount of Clooney. And <laughs> he uh, 
he played a part that I don't know was something that he that we've seen him do much before, and it was kind of a experienced fellow, a kind of the it was it very much a guy that you felt like you knew, a guy who kind of tells the same stories every time, who is like this veteran who's a solid, steady, reliable kind of charmer, um, and he did a really good job with it. And I we almost kicked this one out because he in the beginning especially is such a presence in the film. But it really is Sandra Bullock's movie. And it really is so much of it her alone. True, but he does come in and save the day. He does. He is the reason that she decides to live. Right. So even after, even, spoiler alert, he dies. Right. He comes back in her mind in this dream or hallucination or whatever it is. And basically gives her the will to live. Right. So he comes, he swoops in. The man swoops in and saves the lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I mean, it is it is her carrying a lot of it. And her character is carrying a lot of emotional baggage. She lost her daughter. She's lost the will to live, basically. And so she's just kind of going through the motions. Though, how do you go through the motions when you're an astronaut? Right. But she's doing it. Um, I guess I never bought that. Because yeah. from the get-go, we see her scared. Mm-hmm. We see her fighting for her life. And for them to then kind of circle back around and say, you don't have the will to live. I'm like, look, guys, we just like watched this lady literally fight the depths of space to stay alive. How can you say she doesn't have the will to live? Mm. And by the time she starts losing the will to live, I'm like, girl, I feel you. Maybe that's why it was so just disjunct. Because I said she was vulnerable. I found her vulnerable, but I also found her closed and cold. Mm. At the same time, it was never, there was never um, anything to connect it. Where was the connection to her? Like there was just something a little bit off-putting, a little closed off from the audience to grab onto. Almost a blank slate at times. Whereas Clooney was very much this fleshed out sort of character. She was almost so staid and kind of closed. Yeah. I, and you could you could make the argument, well, she was grieving. She was a grieving mother. Yeah. What do you want from her? But as an actor, can you get to that point where you're you're hitting that mark of being emotionally closed off because you went through this trauma, but still being open to the audience? I mean, is that a possibility? Do we have we seen that before? Well, in and, a we, film? and we've seen her give such good performances that I feel like this one doesn't necessarily hit the benchmark. And also, you have to consider she filmed large portions of this underwater in very difficult conditions. Oh wow! Um, you know, and so I think from just from a logistical, physical demand perspective. This was a hard movie to shoot physically. Mm-hmm. And maybe because of the difficulties of the shooting, some of the performance and some of the character that we would normally expect to see from her maybe didn't quite get the emphasis and the push that it otherwise would have. And that's fair. That's fair. There are good things about it, though. Like I said, it is beautiful. Yes, gorgeous. And it does have a quote-unquote happy ending. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these films are are very depressing, at least for a majority of them. Right. <laughs> and she, but she does make it back to Earth, and she's able to continue and move on and 
learn something from her ordeal, which is inspiring. I think that part is inspiring. So, Fun fact, there's an alternate casting to this film for both of the main actors. So as the male originally was cast to be Robert Downey Jr., Huh? And he was uh, pretty locked in, apparently, until he saw the filming process. And he's a big improviser. And this film had no real room for improvisation. They kind of had to follow the script pretty rigidly just because of the, the way the filming worked. And he said that he just couldn't work under those conditions. And so he stepped away. Interesting. So we almost had a Robert Downey Jr. with Sandra Bullock which I think would have been an interesting dynamic, to be sure. Um, the other alternative casting for the female lead was Angelina Jolie. Snore. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> and I, th you say snore. I actually think that it might have been an interesting thing to see her and to see if she could flex her acting muscles in that direction. But... I honestly, I don't think anybody, just because of the physical demands of the way that it was shot, I'm not sure anybody could have really done a better job than Bullock in that part. That is a fair point. It's a fair, it's a fair gripe and a fair uh, point. So fair, fair redemption for Sandy. Anyway. But we did both name it as our week. Yes. For all of its goods, it just, it's a lot of spectacle and not as much heart as I wanted out of the film. Okay, moving on. Fleeky fleek. What's your fleek? Will you go first? Will I? <laughs> Will I go first? I'm still trying to decide. <laughs> oh, wow. I did not have to, to struggle too hard on this, which I was surprised by, because I kind of went in thinking that it was going to be one, and it ended up not being that one once I sat down and watched all of them. Um, my fleek is all is lost with Robert Redford. So what did you go in thinking it was going to be? I thought it was going to be Castaway um, because I remembered Castaway from when I watched it ages ago. And I remembered it fondly and uh, Tom Hanks and Wilson and all that stuff. And, and I thought, oh, that's going to be my one. And then I watched All is Lost and I was really captivated by that film i really like it it's so minimalist robert redford speaks like three sentences it's 53 words i think like but i walked out of that feeling like i knew him like i knew that guy and boy i i felt for him i related to him i liked him my heart broke for him. And what I loved about that film is that he, it's not that he does anything dumb. He's actually, every step of the way, you're like, okay, yeah. Very I, wise. I, so he's, he's lost at sea. Right. He's sailing alone on a boat and he gets hit by a stray shipping container. It punches a fairly large hole in his boat. And that is the first complication that then leads to a series of increasingly bad, unfortunate events, <laughs> unfortunate events and bad situations until he's really at the end of his rope. And um, I like that he doesn't really speak because so often in movies like this, 
the speaking feels like a contrivance as a way to please your audience and to serve your audience. And this was almost like saying, no, we're going to we're going to live this in a very natural way. And I really liked it. I loved his performance. It was something we don't see from him very often. He tends to play very stoic, very contained people. And yet in this movie, we see him cry. We see him scream in frustration and fear. And it's a great, great showcase for Redford. Um, And out of any of the movies that we have on here, I think it most truly qualifies as a solo film. There's literally an arm. And that is the only other, like, I bet there's a credit on there for arm. Um, You know, it's truly, it's his movie and he does such a good job with it. And it's suspenseful and it's moving and it's just good. It's not an easy watch. Um, It's a very, very, very difficult watch. Right. It is a, it's hard to, it's hard to watch. It's hard to sit through because you connect with it. You, you feel very present. And I think that makes it very scared. But for all of that, um, he's so admirable in the part. And I, you know, the ending you can interpret in a couple of different ways. So there's a, he like all literally is lost. He sent up the last flare. He sets his boat, his raft on fire. Like this is it. He's been drifting. This is it. Last ditch effort. And then he sets his raft on fire. He's in the water now. He lets go. And he starts sinking like Jack and Titanic. And, <laughs> and then he sees a rescue boat coming. Mm-hmm. And he swims up and is like, oh my goodness, is he going to run out of air? And then you see a hand and he grabs the hand. There's also a light because there was a searchlight. Right. So it's kind of... Okay, did he die? Right. And he's passed on, and the hand is helping him pass on to the next mm-hmm. life? Or is that an actual rescue? He's rescued either way. Right. And either way, I think it's hopeful. And either way, I'm okay with it. I take it literally. I think that that was a real arm and a real boat, and he lived, and he got out of that situation. Because that's what I choose. Um, that's the outcome I choose to, to go with because I, I like it. But I like it too. But he was sinking yeah. in the water. His choice. He's not Jack. He's Robert Redford. He can get out of there. <laughs> hey, don't knock Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, I shall. I shall. <laughs> um, don't worry. Anyway. <laughs> so that's my, that's my fleek. I could wax eloquent further, but... Let's have you decided? Yeah, you know what it's funny is is I possibly put All Is Lost on top as well because it truly is a solo actor film. Mm-hmm. And it was really well done, even though it was like cheese grater across my face. <laughs> because it was so difficult to watch, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Truly truly all all of the emotions. But I also put Castaway in Shallows very close by. Yes. <clears throat> and um, I think I'm going to land on Castaway. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm picking Castaway is because it packs such an emotional punch. There's so many moments where you feel like gut punched and heartbroken. 
for Tom Hanks. Right. Is it completely a solo actor film? No, but the film is about seven hours long. So <laughs> the time that he spends by himself is a normal movie's length. And so I'm going to give it to Tom Hanks and Castaway. Um, when, you know, you feel his frustration and he's trying to create fire so he can, you know, heat things up, he can eat, all those things. When his tooth hurts and he has to remove that abscess out of his mouth with the ice skate and the rock, I mean, that ripples across time for me. Like, I think about that. I wake up from sleeping in a cold sweat. That That is real. It's palpable. Um... At the, at the end, when he's, you know, leaving the island um, and Wilson, oh gosh, I'm going to start crying right now. Wilson falls off the boat and he realizes Wilson is gone. Right. And he tries really hard to get Wilson back. And then he comes back to his boat and he realizes it, it's impossible. Right. And he just weeps. Yep. I mean, holy smokes. What a note Tom Hanks hits with that right. one. In the hands of a lesser actor. That would have been laughable. True. And it has been parodied True. and joked about a lot. But I think that's because it's so good in its original form that you almost have to kind of joke about it. Because it's it's just too raw. It's too real. Oh, absolutely. Um, he, he, you know, there's a reason why I went into this thinking that that was going to be the best. Because it's iconic. And... and uh, like you said, it's not a true solo actor film, but he carries the movie uh, when he's alone, and then he carries the movie when he's even not alone. It's, true. It's his. It's his story. And it, true, and also of the five films, it is the most watchable, and the most watchable repeatedly, even though it's a quote unquote solo actor film. Mm. In my, in my opinion, it hits those emotional notes. You do get, you know, just put through the ringer. It's it, it it's hard to watch too, but it's still yeah. more watchable. So that's what that's what I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with it. And plus, Tom Hanks had all of that experience learning how to drift on the open sea from Joe versus the volcano. <laughs> I just wanted to link it back to season one. So <laughs> If you if you weren't around season one, you should go look for the podcast. That's probably why Wilson left the boat. <laughs> he was like, no, 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 no. Wait a second. This is You're one of the major guy? discords in our friendship. Goes, Joe versus the volcano is a great piece of film. It's so quirky, and it has so many wonderful moments in it. So many quotable moments in I'm it. I'm trying to get this back to. But the, no, listen. The, but the oh, I'm about to do it, sir. Yeah, oh, I so, so the moment, okay. So he is drifting out in sea. He's bought this really expensive luggage. He's drifting out on this expensive luggage, which is just about as big as that freighter that tore up Robert Redford's boat. <laughs> He's drifting on this luggage. Robert and, Redford would not be caught dead in the ocean <laughs> volcano. Just throwing that out there. Well, anyway, um, so he's on this luggage drifting and he wakes up after having been asleep for days and the moon is enormous and he's, it looks like he's like can reach out and touch it and he stands up and he looks small compared to the moon. 
it's a beautiful metaphor and kind of it goes right into what we're talking about with these Mm -hmm. solo films and all of these have to do with some kind of um like abyss all is lost is that's water that's ocean shallows ocean and that very scary shark um cast away with the ocean gravity's in space uh search for signs of intelligent life in the universe uh just being alone and uh she was another one Robert Redford is alone in that one, but Lily Tomlin is also alone right. in Search for that Signs. Is true solo. She is stunning in that. We have we've jumped to a, yet oh, another film. Holy cow, she's stunning. So <laughs> Hey, but that's on our list, man. Shout out to Shallows. Shout out to Shallows. Um it too for me was was up there. It's a really well done thriller. Um there's so much tension and so much build. Uh, mm-hmm. What was it that Hitchcock said um, that uh, action is when there's a bomb underneath the table and it has a timer on it and suspense is when there's a bomb underneath the table and you don't know when it's going to go off. And for for the first bit of that movie, hmm. you sit there and you wait for the bomb to go off. You wait for the shark. You know it's there. <laughs> you know it's coming. And... And he and that director is like, oh, 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 and then nothing happens. Oh, oh. <laughs> nothing happens. And you just go, oh my gosh, can you go just ahead and bite her? Just hurry Please. up and eat her. Please just bite her. her. <laughs> and then when it does happen, um, I, I, I love that she doesn't make dumb decisions all over the place. Uh, and it, it proceeds pretty well. It, it gets a bit far-fetched. Towards the end, but she she keeps it real. Agree. Blake Lively, I I I didn't have much of an opinion one way or another about her prior to watching this, but I have to give her props. Um, she holds her own. She did great, and P.S. guys, she killed that shark. K I L T killed shark. If you were in any doubt, if there's going to be a sequel. It ain't going to be with that shark. I'm like, they could have used her for Jaws, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, um, definitely shout out for that. Search for signs of intelligent life in the universe. Lily Tomlin. Um, I went into this expecting a comedy. Like, that's what I thought. Because everything that I'd seen Lily Tomlin do was comedic for the most part. And I had an idea of what a Lily Tomlin one woman show was going to be and at first I was like okay why am I not laughing and then I realized oh I'm not really supposed to really laugh like this is not really about comedy it has comedic elements to it but this is about Mm. a, a variety of different stories that this amazing actress because I didn't know. I had no idea how capable she was of inhabiting different skins, really. Because she, most of the time, she plays Lily Tomlin or the idea of Lily Tomlin that people have. And in this, it's like she's like, okay, what part is a casting director never going to give me? Let's do all of those. No, no, um, seriously. And, and, and she is. She's remarkable. I wrote down moments from all the films and uh, 
one of the moments that I wrote down was the moment where she's in a car and mm-hmm. she's playing two different prostitutes in the same shot. Yes. Two different prostitutes having this conversation back and forth. She's playing two different people. You cannot take your eyes off the screen. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. And it is emotional. And when you get the context of what's going on with the whole story, it is insane. Right. The, her capabilities and actress, yeah, absolutely blew my mind. Yep. Blew my mind. Yeah, I I think watching that, the, my biggest takeaway was um, we've not given this woman justice in her career. She should have done. So what you're saying, we so should have a, a Zack Snyder cut. <laughs> right. Zack Snyder, um, if you're looking for granny goodness, uh, the villainous of uh, the DC Universe for Justice League 2, might I recommend Lily Tomlin. Uh, that we would just, actually be terrifying. We just need somebody to come in and uh, do and give her uh, her moment. There you go. Um, okay, so I feel like we've touched on every one of these films. Out of uh, ten flare guns, how many are you going to give this little group overall? <laughs> I, I, I got this shifty side eye. Toward Richard because he knows how hard it was for me to watch these films. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of that, I'm giving him I'm giving him a two, which is understandable because for you, I feel like this was like stressful to watch with oh, maybe it was the beyond. exception of Search for Signs. It was beyond that was stressful too, for me. It really, really was, yeah. So um, for me, I shall give this a seven. This is probably the biggest gap that we've had between the two of us. I don't know. Maybe we've had a bigger one, but it's a pretty big gap. Um, These are all, in their way, difficult films to watch. Even Lily Tomlin's, just because she shows you some heartbreaking stuff. Man, that woman, she not only memorized a two-hour movie that it's only her, and she's playing different characters, but she's moving around the entire time. Right. The entire time. Like pantomiming different mm-hmm. things. And, and Holy the, smokes. The body language, the facial expressions, the accents, just everything. It's Even crazy. when she's not wearing a costume, per se, when she's just playing these characters in normal stage clothes. Mm-hmm. And she's still, she's transformed. So. I know we already rated these guys, too, but I do have to say one more thing about Shallows. That shark is scary. Um, okay, that wasn't it. I was no. Say, wow. <laughs> the re- wait to just... Throw that out there. That shark, shark is, is scary. that shark is scary, and sharks are scary, and jaws is scary, and sharks are scary. But that that shark is scary. <laughs> I drive that little nail in the coffin. But no, the the cinematography in that film almost made me put Shallows number one. Yeah, it was beautifully, beautifully shot, shot. Beautifully shot. Just you know, wherever that beach is, like do an ad. Just leave the shark out. <laughs> like. Blake Lively is surfing, and I'm like, I want to go to there. They, they ain't getting no tourism after that, you yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm certainly not surfing in there. Yeah, wherever at the credits, it's like filmed in, redacted, because they don't want to tell you where that is. That's exactly why they didn't tell you the name of the beach that whole time. Yeah. It's petty dice. <laughs> y'all, y'all avoid that little rock that looks like the pregnant lady. Yeah, if you see pregnant lady rocks, That's it. Run the other direction. Bye-bye. Or don't, because Blake Lively killed it, so, yeah. That's true, and that really nice man lives close by. There you go. 
All right. Well, um, so I gave it overall two flare guns. You or you, I, you gave it two. I gave it seven. Uh, that means if you find these movies stressful, don't watch them. <laughs> or if you're okay with watching difficult, heartbreaking scenarios, give uh, give All Is Lost a world. Give Castaway a world. Give the shit. You know, watch all of them, except maybe Gravity. Maybe don't watch Gravity. Maybe watch like the scenes that don't have dialogue and gravity <laughs> and just enjoy the, the sil- visual beauty the silence of space right the cold death silence of space all right with that note enjoy the cold deathly silence of the end of this episode <laughs>